Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Motivation Mindset. I'm Risa Williams. I'm a therapist and the book author of The Ultimate Toolkit Books and The Motivation Mindset Journal, your guided goals planner for 2024, which is on Amazon right now. I wanted to wish everyone happy holidays and say a big thank you to everyone listening around the world and all the wonderful guests I've had on the show this year. Thank you for helping me make this podcast something special. I appreciate you and I hope you'll be joining us in 2024 for more episodes on how to get things done without all the stress. And I'd like to congratulate Dr. Katherine Smith. You're the winner of our double podcast giveaway that I did with Real Happy Mom. And you'll be receiving my new book, The Motivation Mindset Journal for 2024, as well as Tony Ann Mayembe's Sunday Night Prep Checklist. So thanks for entering the contest and thanks to everyone else who participated. And now for another episode on getting things done without all the stress, Erica Curtis will be joining me to talk about holiday boundaries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Motivation Mindset. I'm here today with my friend, Erica Curtis, and we are going to talk about the subject of holiday boundaries. Welcome, Erica, to the show. Hi, Risa. It's good to be back. So we say holiday boundaries. It sounds so serious. But what we're talking about is how do we feel less stressed for the holidays? I was actually just interviewed in Women's World Magazine. It came out this month, and the title was Help. I don't have any time or it's like I'm stressed out about the holidays or something like this. And they asked a bunch of experts for tips. And one of my tips that I said in the article was that if you find yourself saying these words, I just need to push through. I just need to get it all done. This is an internal cue to yourself that perhaps you're already more exhausted and stressed out than you think. So Mm -hmm. I think listening to our own words about the holidays can be a signal if we're really listening to what we're taking on, why we're taking it on, and what we actually want to be spending our time on. Absolutely. You know, Risa, as soon as Halloween was over, I felt like, (laughs) I didn't realize until it was over, but I I realized I was kind of like, it was like a dam. It was like I was holding back (laughs) updates of the holidays. And I also have one of my kids has a birthday. Oh, yeah. You know, My, right before Thanksgiving yeah. and like Halloween birth is actually started birthday, Halloween, birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas for our family. Yeah. And, and I didn't realize it, but before Halloween, I kept saying, um, okay, it's not even Halloween yet. It's not even Halloween. <laughs> That's and then just ha- the cue. Your anxiety is kind of like building to prep right? you because your brain is like this time of year is yes. always crazy. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And then as soon as Halloween passed, my brain switched to, oh no, here it comes. That was, <laughs> this is like a tsunami thought that I had. And it's funny how many people out there have that, that tsunami feeling like it's all going to hit me, the presents, the relatives, the dinners, the whatever. I mean, and maybe it kind of takes away from the fun of the holidays sometimes, that oh, feeling. I think it really does. Yeah. And I think that it does for more people than we realize because we're oh, in it sure. with the images. And now we can't even turn it off because of uh, handheld electronic devices and social media. I oh, mean, it's flooded with everybody looking like they're having a great time. Yeah. Back when we were young, Risa, it was just- We didn't went- know. 
stores. Like you go to the stores, they'd be playing Christmas music and you can kind of like be like, oh, that's annoying and and leave the store. But now it's like- It's holiday. everywhere. Yeah. Holidays. The holidays are coming. The holidays- Well, and they're starting it earlier. We went out to eat the day after Halloween and our favorite neighborhood restaurant already had the Christmas stuff up everywhere. And we're like, whoa, this is really fast. It's and I feel not like- even November yet. And I feel like this was the first year because I say that same thing every year. Gosh, was it earlier this year? This was the first year. I'm pretty sure I saw Christmas decorations before. before. <laughs> before it's going to be in summer. Yes. <laughs> My daughter yesterday told me the day after Halloween, her, her friends started messaging Merry Christmas. The wow. day after Halloween. I mean, <laughs> so I guess we could look at it like people probably do like that feeling a little bit. It gives yes. them something to feel excited about. But for people who are parents, I think it ramps up our stress a little just because we are in charge of so many little details and people's presents. And like you said, some have birthdays and some have this or that or school stuff. And it all seems to come to a head, like Erica said, right after Thanksgiving, especially with their school projects and everything. Yeah. yeah. And I was looking into the research the other day on this, and you don't have to dig far to find a <laughs> lot of statistics on stress and the holidays. Yeah. been so many studies done on this. And, you know, a lot of them, especially because they were done in, you know, like the recent studies from 2020 till now, you know, some of the data we might see is slightly skewed because of COVID and lockdown and um, things like that. But, you know, pretty consistently, not only was I seeing around 50 to 88% of Americans feeling more stressed during the holidays, but also to your point, Risa, that people aged 30 and younger are more likely to report a decrease in stress, whereas people <laughs> over report increased stress. <laughs> That's true because the people who are older are taking care of more stuff for the people who are younger. <laughs> and I read a couple other studies that said moms and women in particular are oh, yeah. stressed than people who are not parents and also more women than, than men. And that might speak to maybe not just in terms of the number of um, responsibilities that women and mom tend to take on, um, but it might also be psychological, the pressure we put on ourselves. So an example of not having that established boundary would be some person would be taking it all on and then feeling really drained and not really checking in with their own internal cues of how drained they're feeling, right? And this is why sometimes families fight on Thanksgiving or there's tension or conflict or whatever, because people aren't monitoring how much do I have to give and like how much energy do I have and where am I at now and when do I know it's running low? And yes. sometimes we're not checking in till it's way too late and we're exhausted and now we're snapping at people. You know, or we're doing too much all at once. That's right. And so I think that there's a lot of opportunity there to to bring in this idea of boundaries. You yeah. know, have time boundaries. You know, how much time are we going to put into this? How much time are we going to spend for the holidays? Because we have these um, expectations or these fantasies of what it's going to look like. We don't really check in with our energy level, our kids, our spouses, our partners, our friends, you know, whoever that might be that you're 
coordinating with um, or also attending to or just yourself, you know, really what are our time and energy um, resources Yeah, and, and being thoughtful in advance of let's put some boundaries around our time. Let's put some boundaries around the energy that we're going to put into shopping or cooking or uh, visiting people, whatever that might be. So I think, yeah, I think time and energy boundaries are two big ones that we can really check in. And what do we mean by boundaries? I mean, I think that's a good, we, I think it's kind of a popular word now. Right. Right. But what does it actually look like? You know, how do we define what, what is a boundary? Right. I I mean, I have kind of a working definition of it. I'm wondering if you do Risa. For me, it's like, what, at what point are you limited? Are you actually limited by your own physical, mental, and emotional energy? Right. Mm -hmm. And like, how much can you take on without tipping the balance over into stress? So for me, it's all about stress. Like I can take on a certain amount of stress, but I know there's a tipping point for me and I've got to protect it a little bit. Yeah, I really resonate with the idea of protection because that's been my working definition of boundaries, which is, and how I explain it to people is we all have stuff. We have emotions, we have time, we have money, we have... um, physical things, right? Like the stuff we own, we have personal space, right? This is all of our stuff. These are our resources and we need to protect them. Um, And not in a stingy way, just in a way of um, these things are our strengths. These things support us and help us. And so how much um, do we need to protect them? And I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, how actively we need to protect them depends on how actively the outside world or other people are trying to take them. And so good point. And so we maybe need to have stronger boundaries or use our no's more or our no thank you's more strongly when society or the culture or family is trying to take our energy, time, money, stuff, personal space more actively. And I think the holiday season in in just like in a season way is trying to take all of that. Right. Uh, well, there's know, just so much pressure, right? And yeah. people are feeling the pressure in different ways. Some people are feeling it. This is the only time of year I get to see these people. So I want all this time. And somebody else is feeling like this is the only week I have off work. I need time to settle my brain. Like I don't get a lot of weeks straight off work. So there you have a conflict, right? Because someone wants more together connection time and someone else wants more alone. Let me just chill my body out. I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people bump up against is people need certain things. And also people are exhausted from a year of working and not a lot of vacation time. You know, honestly, most of us are feeling that. And then it gets even more complex because I think that it's uh, not easy, but easier to set boundaries for ourselves in terms like financial boundaries. And that was one of the things that came up over and over again in the research as the number one presser of the seasons was financial resources. And so we can set our own boundaries um, around how much we spend. But as soon as you get other people involved, as soon as now we're talking about friends and relatives. Yeah, yeah. 
that what you're talking about is like negotiating boundaries. Yeah, it is a negotiation because their idea of their own boundary is very different than your idea of your own boundary. And if you're a people pleaser by nature, as many people are, you're always trying to keep everyone happy. And sometimes it's at the expense of your own personal boundaries of what you feel comfortable doing. So maybe you're spending lots of money when you don't have the money to spend, or you're spending lots of time driving from one place to another, and you just don't have the energy to do it. So what happens is eventually that's going to shut your body down. Eventually that's what you see happening. People run themselves into the ground, then they get sick, then they can't go anywhere. Then, you know, then they're not doing any of the fun stuff of the holidays. They're just recuperating at that point. Right. Absolutely. And I think that that's uh, one of the things that happens is we're, we don't maintain our personal health habits, which are personal boundaries with ourselves, how we're right. eating, how much alcohol people are consuming. Um, research shows that people sleep less during the holiday season. Oh, And that might be a result of the increased stress. And so we're sleeping less, or it might be because we're going so many places and traveling and jet lag or parties or staying up late, wrapping presents, we're sleeping less and sleep is so, uh, you know, I have such a, uh, I think really healthy boundary with myself around sleep now that I need eight hours. I tell myself it's really important that I get eight hours of sleep. And if I skimp on it, you know, one night, two nights, I feel the difference and I try to get back. So that's also boundary I'm going to really try to maintain because I'm guilty of uh, during the holidays for sure staying up later right more um staying up self-care boundaries right and if we can't lose track of those unfortunately those I find are (laughs) non-negotiable we can't do the things we want to do if we're not taking care of our body and our brain. <laughs> like it's just right. not going to happen. We eat worse, we drink more alcohol, we sleep less, and we exercise less. And we stress ourselves out. And yeah. then we stress of ourselves. No matter, no wonder we don't enjoy ourselves as much as we might be able to. Right, do. right. So in our quest for more fun during a short period of time, we might be creating more stress for ourselves. And that gets tricky for people to understand. You know, because I think sometimes it comes from a good place that people just want more fun and -hmm. they want to feel that holiday spirit and they want to do all the fun things. But we are limited, you know, by how much energy we each have. Absolutely. And I think going back to this idea of relationships and negotiating boundaries, I think it has a lot to do with even when our with our self-care boundaries, it's being able to talk to people and explain, hey, you know, this is my expectation for the holidays. And I mean, I'm using the holidays very broadly. Get specific. This is what I'm thinking in terms of gift exchange this year. Yeah. The budget. I'm thinking this. What are you thinking? Um, or hey, you know, thank you so much for the invitation. We're really trying to scale back on how much time we're spending driving around this year. Right. So maybe we can catch up in the new year. So that goes down to effective communication. So once you know what your boundary is, how do you communicate it effectively and make sure you're all on the same page? Some people, I think, get caught up in this notion of surprise. Well, I just want to surprise people with gifts and I just want to surprise my partner. I know me and my husband have learned over the years that it's better not to surprise. It's better everyone discusses, like you said, and it takes some of the impulsive stuff that is fun out of it. But I think it generally reduces everyone's stress to know we're on the same page. Hey, do we want to do a trip this year? Do we doing presents? What are you thinking for Thanksgiving? Do we want this? Do we want that? Do we want to keep it slow? 
And uh, we also check in with the kids because they're at the age now where their input is important over breaks, I think. And as parents, it's we get in a mindset, especially as moms, we just want them to have the most fun memories ever. And sometimes we forget they are exhausted from school. School is exhausting. They haven't had much time off. It's a balance of how much downtime do they get versus like, what are we doing as a family? So I've started inviting them into it. Like, hey, mom wants to do some family stuff. Can we all get on board with that? What are we all up for? Instead of me just trying to push everybody to what my vision of fun is, which I have now found (laughs) does not always work so well, especially with teenagers. (laughs) This is the laughter of- of, of (laughs) You know what I'm saying, Erica. Yes. You know what I'm saying. I'm a 14-year-old now too. You cannot march them out the door for fun anymore. It's just- That's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. So it's about being flexible too. I think also, you know, thinking about, you know, the people that we're talking to, because perhaps within our- intimate circles, we can have more of a dialogue and really negotiate these boundaries with extended family, depending on the relationship, the personalities involved. Sometimes I advise that people just keep it really short and sweet and right. just just get that. to the point. Yeah. And it just doesn't work for us this year. Person might push and then you say like, it's just not going to work this year. And you don't have to even go into why. You don't have to go into explanation. Sometimes with some friends or with some family members, all of that explanation and- It just uh, stresses you out more sometimes. Say, sorry, it's not going to work this year or thanks so much for the invitation or that's lovely that you got us something this year. Um We appreciate it. Often in our attempts, we're trying to make people happy, but sometimes we overcomplicate it ourselves. And then we can look at the other piece of that because people like to talk about boundaries. It's all over everywhere. But we need to look at our piece of that too, our effective listening. If our partners or kids are telling us, hey, I'm tapped out. I don't want to do that thing. Are we reacting personally? Are we taking it personally? Are we saying, let me think about that for a second. They must be really tired. They've had a really long year. They've been working so hard or they're going to school nonstop. Can I hear that piece and not take it personally and just accept it as the facts? This is just the facts. It might be disappointing we can't go on that trip or we don't go to the tree lighting or whatever. I come across that a lot, Risa, and I'm really glad you brought up this point, this other side to it, which is listening and listening for understanding um, and for, right, a lot of times we listen to respond or to try to convince the other person that they're wrong and they need to listen to us. Um, Exactly. Really deeply listening for understanding because going back to that idea of people pleasing or trying to please others. A lot of times in relationships, what I see around the holidays is one person who's really geared up around making everything perfect and wonderful and really overextending. They are wanting to delegate to maybe their partner or somebody mm-hmm. else who just doesn't see the point of and spending. And doesn't want to sign up for all that, but is maybe not expressing themselves effectively enough. That's right. Yeah. Or maybe they are and the listener doesn't and want And they're to. not being listened to. So it's being- a dance then of I'm going to pull way back and do as little as possible. And the other person's going to stress themselves out by doing <laughs> double the amount. Sometimes also negotiating boundaries. It's in the communication, effective communication, effective listening. 
And I think it's also, again, in terms of we've talked about this in other episodes before, like stretching ourselves, which might be if you don't want to do much and you have really tight boundaries is to maybe stretch to do a little bit more mm-hmm. um, because your partner wants to do a lot more. So maybe right. do a there's little some bit. kind of compromise needed between but, the two. Right. And then your partner or your family member, friend, loved one, whomever it is, that they stretch themselves to say, even though I really want to do it all, I'm going to pull back this year and that's not going to do as much. And you're going to stretch yourself by doing a little bit more than maybe what you're comfortable with. So we can- I like what you're saying. It's about being flexible. And I think that's what we're getting at is the holidays. Sometimes we get into rigid expectations of a picture in our head of what we want. But we have to understand that being in that picture can either feel fun or stressful or full of conflict, right? Like just because we're getting to the picture of everyone standing together at this thing doesn't mean that anyone's having fun or enjoying it. In order for that to happen, it requires negotiation and that empathy, because that's really what the holidays are about. After all, it's about empathy and compassion. And so we can't lose that in sight of checking boxes, we, we have to find a way to go back to that and be really empathetic and understanding to other people during this time. And that's often the hardest part. Yes. And to ourselves, right? To ourselves. And exactly. Exactly. I mean, as soon as you said that, you know, I start getting the images of the parking lots and how aggressively people start. Oh, to- yeah. Or like the fighting and Target over a toy or <laughs> Black Friday. I mean, there's so much not holiday spirit going on really which is, you know which is interesting since we're talking about boundaries because what that is you know really is it's it's people experiencing physiologically a heightened state of arousal nervous system activation yeah. that i am under threat and if you take that parking space or that toy off the shelf i need to go into a fight mode to right. get that thing and so it's it's funny to think about it because those are boundaries. Like that was right. my space. <laughs> right, right. That is mine. That's my resource. That's my stuff. And you're taking it from me. Yeah. So that person could think they are effectively communicating their boundaries. I think what we're losing track of though with boundaries is what do you value? Like Erica said, it's about protecting things. It's about protecting things you actually value. Do you actually value this parking space? Or do you value your kid who you're buying the gift for? How would that change how you're approaching this whole thing, right? Yes. Something to ask ourselves. Yeah. And I think if we're more proactive about our boundaries, then we don't get into a state when we're setting such firm, aggressive boundaries. Right. Good point. From a stressed out mind. From a stressed out mind. Yeah. We might not be doing it in the best way when our stress is that high. None of us do. When our stress is that high, we just tap into anger, frustration, and all these feelings that kind of are the opposite of the holiday spirit. We're setting the wrong boundaries, right? The one was to tell our, you know, uncle or aunt that I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to stop by this year. We're already going to two other houses. Yeah. Instead of saying, that we we're say, yelling at some stranger who's we, just trying to go to the store. And then we yell at a stranger, we get, you know, angry and upset because somebody's taking too long in line. Right. And, and the real issue underneath is like we're not taking care of ourselves in some way. We're saying, 
I need to push through instead of I need to just rest. I need a day where there's nothing expected of me. And Mm -hmm. maybe we need to take more time off in between events so that we can actually enjoy the events we're going to. And maybe that would be a good rule of thumb for anyone who's feeling too busy. Are you taking enough buffer breaks in between to really soak in whatever it is you want to connect with? Yeah. So I think maybe as a starting point, listeners can just think about in terms of one area, right? One area that they would like to be very intentional around setting some boundaries, whether that's time, energy, emotions, um, sleep, self-care, boundaries around pleasing others. Yeah. And as someone who talks about time management all the time, I think an important piece of this is we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to do all these things in like a two-week window of space. You can see people after the You can have meaningful moments after the holidays. You can visit people after the holidays. Yes. You feel bad about not seeing now and it'll be less stressful. You can have more time and more energy. Know your limits, communicate them, listen to other people's limits too, and really take that into consideration because we're all pretty tired at the end of the year. And I think it generally the stress is pretty high. It's actually a really good arena to practice all of these. If you think it is (laughs) in the ring, it's like an intensive, (laughs) an emotional boundary setting. Yeah, it's like an intensive. So you can maybe think about the holidays this year as an intensive workshop and boundary setting. Right. (laughs) And know that you're dealing with other stressed out people too. So the requests they're making maybe come from a good place, but maybe they're not making them in the most gentle way because they're stressed out too, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, let's all set more boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well... Here's wishing everyone a happy holidays. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope it's gotten you through some everyday challenges this year. And we really appreciate you. And we'll see you in the new year. Thanks so much. Thank you. Happy holidays and happy boundary setting. (laughs) Thanks, Erica. Bye, Risa. See you soon. If you're enjoying tools discussed on the show, please visit risawilliams.com. There you can learn about upcoming episodes, you can check out my books, and you can sign up for my Get Stuff Done Goals group. I'm Risa Williams, and we're out of time for today. Thanks for listening.